Could Have Been Heroes is a role-playing game podcast where six old friends adventure as six total strangers who, after missing their shots at destiny, now get a second chance to make a mess of everything. The Entwined Sisters. Hello, my name is Dalienda. I haven't gotten a chance to talk much. I am one of the wicked stepsisters of Applejack Manor, although, truth be told, I'm not really very wicked. But I am trying. My mother is an absolute natural when it comes to being wicked. But as it's come so easily to her, I don't think she understands what it's like to be someone like me who has to really try at it. Caliantha has been such a big help, though. She points out when I ought to be cruel to someone and kicks me under the table whenever I'm meant to laugh derisively at someone or something that someone has said. It's a big help. Years ago, I don't remember how long. Everything is very fuzzy for me, unfortunately. I'm not very bright. Being bright is a big help when it comes to being wicked, but it isn't at all a requirement. There are lots of very, very stupid people who've managed to be terribly, terribly wicked. Like the King of Fats and Thunders, or the Shibadorma. They were both dumb as rocks and managed to be hideously wicked. Wait, uh, what was I saying now? I'm terribly sorry. I get lost so easily. Oh, yes, yes. Years ago, I don't remember how long. Everything is very fuzzy for me, unfortunately. And things tend to loop back around like they are now. I remember back when I used to be very clear of mind. I used to fight with my mother all the time. About what to wear, how to act, how to think. That was when she started poisoning me. I knew the tea was poisoned because my mother made it for me when there was no company, and she didn't have anything to gain from it, which meant that me drinking the tea was what she wanted, and as I said, we had been fighting oh so much, and I had even threatened to run off, uh, run away, and take up as an adventurer. (laughs) Back then, I really had shown a knack for magic. I I could weave the alabaster's configurum while blindfolded. Uh, And that's one of the seven feats you need to be able to get an admission audience at the Tower of Ivory and Wind. I was brighter back then, sharper, but not that sharp. See, the trick when dealing with wicked people, especially when they are in your house all the time or know where to find you, is never to tell them that you are going to run away or to go against them. Just do it. Do it while you can. The things inside of you that that love them, despite everything, those things are what will let them get you. You tell them that you are going to run away and become a mage or an adventurer or whatever, and well, now you've sort of put them in a corner. It really was my fault. I, I was as chicken as a Gertrude in the backyard. What was my mother supposed to do? Let me run off? Become a laughing stock with a runoff daughter? 
I made her poison me, you see. Really, I did. So if you have someone wicked in your life, don't tell them that you are going to go against them. Just go while you can. So when she made me the tea, I... I knew my number was up. You see, Mother has something very special about her. She was a wicked widow then, and even then, when she told you to do something, you usually just did it. Most people's wills aren't as strong as hers, and she has very strong authority. And now that she's a wicked stepmother, it's even stronger, so... Well, I suppose what I'm trying to say is... I really feel very bad for all of those people in there at the table. Dalienda, help me lift this. It's heavy. Who are you talking to? Oh, Cal, I'm sorry. I was talking to all of those people out there. Well, stop it. Don't talk to them. But they're just, you know, sitting out there all over. They're so adorable. Well, ignore them. We shouldn't be seeing them. Oh, yeah, why can we see them? I don't know. Something bad is happening. We are going to live in the Feylands now. I feel strange, Calianta. I feel like something isn't right with me. I know I don't feel right either, but it's probably just fear. Mother is going to kill almost all of those people in there, after all. Sorry, and me. then, just boom, everyone is sitting back at the fucking table again. Just all of you are, you don't even remember the interim. So you sit down so at the good. table. And so now, there are looks all around. You realize that it is not just you, but everyone at the table has been, like, compelled to sit here. Sada? Including Sadeth. The wizard uh, Golmatog. What about the Golmatog Cambian? made his Cambian, didn't he? Uh, no. <laughs> He's kidding. He's, he has so many penalties. Uh, not a gaster. Uh, what about Todd? And the handmaidens. No, Todd. Todd is, is loose. Todd whispers in your ear. I, I don't feel compelled to eat shit. <laughs> I mean, literally eat shit or eat this shit. What's going on? What's happening? I must eat. Deserve. No! <laughs> pecking you in the side of the head. Uh, so it seems like everybody has been compelled. Like, Captain Dark is, like, shaking in his table. Doderfell had no chance. Like, poor guy's just like, I don't want to eat it! And uh, even the handmaiden and the handmaidens of uh, of the of the Seven Sisters what are about the gentleman like, hunter? locked in. He, he he's not struggling, is sitting so he's here, fine. but he looks he looks excited. But he always looks excited because he's just a big smile on a head. So either some people might be staying willingly, but everybody is is sitting at the table again. The handmaidens look over at Elida and go, "Our mistress will take this as a grave slight and insult. Watch where you tread, woman." They like say in unison with like their eyes sort of glowing. I've made my peace with everything that's about to happen. So, time for dessert. 
She's Thank just tying you. a napkin around my neck. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming to the funeral. I'm not sure how many funerals it will wind up being, but we're about to find out. And then she pushes the pot towards the middle of the of the table. Everyone, eat your slice. A massive black soup spreads in front of you. How as, do you eat a slice of soup? As the lid comes off and it pulses... And as the air hits it, it begins to firm. Yeah, it's more like a pudding. And then you see a wing of a crow pulse out from inside and another and another. And you realize that those crows are alive, trapped inside of the gel. And then slithering black rubber obsidian eels are moving through it slowly the oxygen of the air starting to firm it up this is a raven black pie made of lost souls crows eels and congealed darkness this is a deadly thing sitting in front of you i I guess it's a meta question because it depends on how these old bones work Mm -hmm. when you did your poem you said you had to clean your plate can I just dump it on the ground? Well, hold on. Here's what we're going to do. Oh, sorry. Is let's, but I, I don't want to give anything away, of course, okay. because your actions here, All right. which you, you will get an opportunity to make a play here, okay. but be very careful what you do. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to give you a lot of information. Okay. One thing you know is that that is deadly as because she has made you do something now as soon as it causes you physical harm as soon as you it passes your lips the fucking all bets are off she made you eat poison now you're fucking like you would be freed of I feel like the act that she has committed yeah. before we've had a chance to even eat it eat it by forcing us to sit down and face this thing Unfortunately it's kind of like the this like uh like this effect is already happening but yes so so like you are right now compelled to eat to sit and like interact with this pie so you got to do that first but then you ha- you know after that shit's going to hit the fan and all bets will be off so and she sits there clenching her fists and staring at all of you thank you so much for coming thank you so much for participating in the horrific embarrassment and terrible death of my stepdaughter. Now eat your pie. All right, everyone roll initiative. God damn it. 10 for Martin. 8 for Zenithor. 12. 12. Also 12. What were your original rolls? 5. 3. So we have to have a roll off. 2. 2. <laughs> one. Four. <laughs> All right. I'm number one. So you got I'm 12? number one. Yeah. Good. I don't want to go first. Me, then Val, then Lavaline, I think. Okay. Yes. The gentleman hunter, his smile broadens, almost bisecting his head as it did once before, where it almost looks like the top of his head is floating in the air above the rest of his body. Ooh, Raven Black Pie. 
Why? It's been ages. Don't eat it. And he takes it's a dangerous. Sli- and he takes a slice and just gobbles it down hungrily. Sadath also like ladles himself up a scoop. This is dangerous to the weak of heart. He says, like delicately cutting into it, where you hear a like of something like something dying inside of the pie as he starts to chew on it. The Cambion has this like unhappy look like spread over his face. Oh, I hate this shit. And then he he pulls his piece over to himself and slowly, morosely starts to eat it. And then just the spotlight falls on Gwen and you feel your hand shaking like you want to move to to pick up the pie. All right. What do you do, Gwen? I'm going to put pie on my plate. Okay. So you pick up a slice and it leaves this trail of mucus and you can hear it going. I'm not going to eat it. And a small face stares up at you from inside of the pie for a few seconds before disappearing. And then it goes, and a little bubble bursts. And a few like pieces, like a little spatter of it gets on the side of your cheek. And it feels hot and cold at the same time. Well, that's Ooh, like not icy hot. So I want to use my... I am going to empower my familiar, which is a defensive action, and mm-hmm. I am going to spend a point of heroism to do so, mm-hmm. um, so that I can do that and also take a turn. Okay. And I am turning him into, oh, I had three forms. I had a snake. A goat. And a goat. A goat. And then I had like a, a giant ma- bird. A massive bird, and I want to turn him into the massive bird. All right. Because I may be employing him to get rid of my pie at some point. All right. So Gwen flicks her wrists and a small worm of congealed magic slips out from between her fingers which Todd snaps up and then he just goes and grows to massive proportions like as big as lavaline serpent tails coiling from his back and you know he's got three beaks now and giant bloody eyes Alright, what did you want to have Todd do? Did you want to have him do something? I want him to try and get rid of my plate of pie mm-hmm. while I target the larger pie that's still making its way around the table and try to cast Spirit Fire to light the pie on fire without anyone knowing it was me while they're like distracted by the by the bird. Gotcha. Alright. Probably so won't work, but I'm gonna The try. pie's warding is ten. Great. Just kill me now. Um okay, so Spell feast. Will play. You <laughs> a little slip feet. of magic. So the pie's warding is seven. What'd you roll? A 20. No hey. shit! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> All right, I got one point of whim left. So I'm going to use it. Oh, oh. Would you like to use this incredible... Unfucking believable You are such a feast or famine fucking roller. <laughs> Would you like something really beneficial to happen to characters you like. Or, what's the alternative? Or, really bad. Would you like something really bad to happen to someone you hate? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they both had their... I'm trying to answer as <laughs> Gwen and a... not Amanda. Well, you can... You know what? This is... You're free to answer however you like, but I I agree. I think playing it how WWGD. Gwen would want... I have, to play, I, have to, I have to play as Gwen. 
and I, that upsets life. me so much because I really want to know what the bad thing is. But I'm gonna do the good thing for my team. But know that I resent you as me, Amanda. <laughs> I resent you all for this. But and I also it. resent Gwen for Do you want to go get Hurdy? No, I really want to yeah. go get Hurdy. Uh-huh. You know how badly I want her here right now. So The good one. The good place. A great battle takes place with inside of Gwen. Oh, God. My dark magic. <laughs> she feels this foul magic creep out of her eyes. And it hits the pie. And the pie whispers to you, My dear. We will burn your enemies. We will congeal the flesh of that witch girl I do want from us. So those tormented souls trapped in this pie offer to disfigure the face of Elida, leaving her marked and burned forever, or to congeal and blacken the pie and burn it to ash before the plate can reach the uh, the weaker members at the table. And Gwen wants both so bad. But I choose the good one. And she chooses good. Mm-hmm. Gwen, you can lower your reckoning by one point. <gasps> oh, thank oh. God! And the pie lights a blaze, starting to burn through. And the Cambian goes, flambe, I see. And it starts to char to ash around the sides. There won't be enough pie for everyone anymore. So some people are going to be able to be spared the Raven Black Pie. All right. Oh, good. My reckoning is... Oh, I thought it was... Oh, there's still fucking... It's still... It's thick. Remember, it's like a foot deep. I thought the pie was off the table because I have a a funny plan. My reckoning is down to six from seven. My not last too bad, phase. not too bad. Yeah. I like how you were so happy to get a reckoning down, but you were so willing to put your reckoning up. She oh. just thinks the reckoning mechanic is fucking fun. I like, really love it. Alignment as points. I love it. Who's I that? one of my favorite video games that I ever played was Fable 2. And reckoning just reminds me so much of it's that. I loved going absolutely. fully evil. Yeah. Okay. Val. Val, you're up. Mm-hmm. The fl- the pie is now fucking on fire. You are still compelled to eat it. Great. Good. This has gotten better somehow. So Val grabs um, the woodland axe to serve herself with while making hard eye contact with Elida. Elida, who is now breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. So he scoots him on the plate because mm-hmm. I have to. Bring it over to yourself. Um, but I'm wondering if... Because the cloak is kind of a part of me, if I can just absorb the pie through the cloak. There's a lot of blood in the pie. Oh, that's why it's red. So, (laughs) as this red cloth snake, like, creeps up and begins to, like, snake around the pie, sort of feeding on that, like, juice that is, like, siphoning off, you can see, like, red veins running up through the cloak. And you feel a bit of a dampen in the intake, but you start to feel this, like, vile tacky feeling spreading through you oh. all right so we'll come back to you on on your on your turn where you gotta do or die or all right lavaline so basically you get like one turn which is the serving turn and then it's then it's time to eat so all right lavaline takes her slice of pie mm-hmm. and makes eye contact with Alida and then dumps it on the floor and then puts her plate back on the table. 
<laughs> and as you put your plate back on the table, the pie is still on it. Somehow the pie like clung or jumped back up, or you're not quite sure. Elida's smile spreads deeper across across her face. She's gonna try it again, but this time she swipes it with her hand, so it's actually properly clean. And again, it's just like you push your hand through it, and it just stays on the plate, like almost like parting around your fingertips. Now, now, we can't have any guests making a mess of something I worked so very hard on. I have claimed authority. Do as you are told, little girl. All right, so, Martin? So, if I'm getting you right, the pie, once the pie passes my lips, the enchantment kind of effects as soon as it hurts you yep oh it hurts me it'll happen right away (laughs) well just because this is too too fun not to do i want to try to (gasps) oh my god i just totally figured out what i think you're gonna do and i love it so much i want to try to create a um open my mouth very wide and create a hole in the back of my head. I knew it! I fucking knew it! A, um, a literal pie hole, if you will. Oh Oh my god! I never see shit coming. I finally got one. You bastard. I want to try to, yeah, create that hole and then just drop the pie through my mouth and out the hole in the back of my head. On fucking fucking real. Awesome. Will you please roll that mutation roll? Yes. And we will come right back to you for the results. Not a gaster. Looks down at the pie. I'll grant anyone a wish to eat my pie. Please, anyone? That's what she said. I'll grant anyone one wish if you eat my pie. What? No, if you, I'll grant anyone a wish if they eat my pie. Please, someone. I, I'll, I'll not survive this. No. <laughs> also, where's Todd? Because he took my pie and left. No, he's just staring at it right now. He'll oh. take it on your next turn. Okay, he's going to figure out what to do with it. The old wizard Gamolatog is seems really confused about what's happening, and he looks down at his pie. Oh, I um, I don't think, I don't think I should eat this. And his hand is quivering and heading towards it. This man, old man's like fragile constitution, will not fucking survive this pie yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, ow! Hey, that's my pie! No, that's my <laughs> pie. Ow! Wizard, says little Nodagaster, I'll grant you a wish to eat my pie, too. Fuck off, you little grub. Oh, yeah, oh. I don't. Fuck you! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he throws a full-blown he tantrum. He throws a full-blown tantrum as he has to start, like, <laughs> like preparing to eat his pie. All right. The handmaidens both, like, look at each other and then look down at the pie sigh heavily and then they like put their hands out and like roots and tubers grow out roots of their hand into the pie oh god this is so gross they'll do it with their left hand and as they so- like suck the nutrients and like liquid from it up into their hand you can see their hands starting to wilt and crumble and their fingers break and twist and their wrist breaks and twists. And then each of them picks up a serrated knife that was used to cut the meat and begins to saw their arm off at the elbow, spraying sap and blood onto the table. Okay, so, uh, Zenitor, 
There's no pie left. It's burned. <sighs> However, you have the old wizard's piece sitting in front of you. And this look of thanks passes over his face as he looks kind of confused and he scratches his old wizard head. He's like, I ate it and survived. I guess I ate my pie and there's no pie for me. I'm so strong, I ate it and survived. So poof. And then he just disappears. <laughs> and he Bye. disappears in a puff of smoke. Okay, well, great party. Let's do it again sometime. <laughs> All right, anymore. Captain Dark, Doderfell, are uh, spared from having to eat Yay. cursed Poor pie Doderfell. because the rest of it has all burned. But they're present, so they will have a turn at some point if this continues. Uh-huh. Okay. However, they're still bound by the rules of the house not to hurt anybody because nobody is, has hurt them just yet, although it's, it's coming to a head very quickly. Wait, because if someone attacks, what if I just because if somebody attacks one bit. of your friends, like fucking the bet's off too. So okay. this will transfer, and you can see Captain Dark is eyeing Elida up, and his hand goes to his sword. Martin, do you remember what happens to people who startle and upset me? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I want to see if I can learn something or figure something out about it. So I guess the two questions I have are. Does it matter, or should, do I think I'll be protected at all because my body's already dead? You will be like, what's the kind yes, of energy? Yes, you will be here? protected by from anything that is involved in the poison effect that it probably carries with it. So the poison probably won't work on you. However, whatever like dark magic mm-hmm. is inside of it, that will work on you. So you'll be partly inured from it. You probably won't be like nauseous, vomiting, sick, disoriented after eating it, but. That bucket of reckoning that's sit- sitting on the table in front of you is uh, still still dangerous. Do I think that I can manipulate the magic in it at all to neutralize it? Uh, yes, however, doing so would be very dangerous. Why? Uh, because it is extremely potent black magic, and it... Uh, it looks like it has partially like digested soul matter in it, which means that it carries like explosive potential for emotion. So you would have to be as emotionless as a as a Tibetan monastery master, you know. What about I think that I probably like it would do damage to my mouth and if I was actually going to digest something, it would probably not be good, but I no. was kind of thinking I could petrify it. And shove it. Oh, God. Uh, Why don't you make an intellect... I'll call this a difficulty four check to see if you think you could petrify this. Okay, easily easily made it. Okay. You do not believe that a basilisk acorn will be able to petrify this black magic pie. However, you could just petrify your... Your throat. Your mouth and throat. What if you eat the acorn and then eat the pie? Seriously, you do you do think that the drink the candle, eat the Guatemalan insane asylum? It does. It does. uh, That I feel like I would still die. I feel like if I ate like one of those nightmare peppers, (laughs) that like yeah, sure, that won't burn my mouth, but I will shit myself to death. uh, The answer, the answer is way too obvious, and Martin already demonstrated it. (gasps) You gonna blast a hole in the back of your head? He needs your spiky appendage. Oh. I need you to put a, put a hole in, in the back of my head. Uh, Holy shit. Elida okay. is fucking, like, Pissed. terrified. <laughs> she is, she like, her eyes have gotten really wide, and she is starting to push herself back away from the table. Like, what the fuck is happening? I consent to this act. 
<laughs> I can't promise this isn't gonna hurt. Okay. Alright guys, here we go. If I, if I pass out, Martin, I want I want you to roll me onto my back on the table and shove the wizard's piece of pie into my mouth okay. and out that hole. Okay. Go. Make do it the quickly. Hole. Do it quickly. Make the hole. Do Just it. Roll a regular like attack. Pantomime it! Pantomime right. it! Here goes nothing. <laughs> All right, a Martin Spike shunts out the fucking mouth of Zenator Brisbane and then back out, creating a bloody luge. Zenator dies right through. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh fuck! Oh shit! All right, you gain a two trauma puncture wound. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How sure much, do. Martin, how much damage does your appendage do? So my jutting spike, mm-hmm. um, let's see. Da, 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 da. So seven. <laughs> so he does it as gently as he can. So Thank you. St- you. <laughs> so you still take a point of spirit damage, and unfortunately, you are about, what is it, two-fifths of the way dead? Yes. Okay, uh, so you take a two-trauma puncture wound as you are, uh, yeah, shunted right through the fucking back of the head. Oh, I'm so sorry, Zen. And then... Two, two sentences come from different places at the table. The Cambian just goes, hot. <laughs> <laughs> so horny right now. <laughs> and, and then, more seriously, the gentleman hunter's eyes like start to glow from the depths of blackness underneath his hat. And he goes, I knew it. They are a new kind of hero. They've got the fire. <laughs> Incredible. All right, here we go. Back up to the top. The gentleman hunter has finished his meal and sits enwrapped, extremely happy and excited about what's happening at the table. Sadath has finished his piece and looks queasy, but uh, turns to see, and you know he's expecting to see just a bunch of corpses lined up at the table uh, after this is all over. The Cambian finishes his, and you can see he's got black, like, crazing, like, appearing at the side of his face, like, black veins, like, running in his circulatory system somewhere. Does not look like it sat particularly well with him, but he looks like he'll live. And Gwen, here we go. I know what I have to do, says Monster Todd as he eats the pie. Oh. I just wanted to get rid of it. I didn't want him to eat it. He molts, all of his all of his feathers fall out, and his body shrivels up, and he falls forward onto the table, bursting into dust. <gasps> all right, so you get. No! <laughs> so you've killed Todd. I. Todd is a spirit creature. Todd can be reformed. However, you feel your connection to Todd disappear. You're not sure where Todd went. So this fear kicks up in your chest because it's the first time you haven't been attached to him in a really long time. Uh. <laughs> All right, Gwen is stunned. <laughs> Just like her hands pressed on her face in horror as Todd to took say. this. That's as, not what I wanted. I as, thought he'd fly away with it. I didn't think he would eat it. He's not supposed to eat it. He was just supposed to fly away. That's why I made him a really big bird so we grab the plane. He could just fly away with all the pie, but then he ate it. Now he's dead. He fell on his sword for you. All right, Val, you're up. Ah! <laughs> yeah, Val is slack-jawed and shocked by what just happened. And even though she's 
not the most emotional person. There's she like grabs Gwen's arm. Two guys oh, here who like, are literally slack jawed at the moment. Uh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> oh, gross. All right. Gwen, oh, oh, I'm so your sorry. other hand is moving towards the pie. Fuck, piece, no. The raven wing kicking out of the pie towards you pitifully. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Uh, oh, God. And she's like frantic. So. Would the man-eater dagger do anything to hurt this pie? It's like, because Rend... I love your thought here. So with one hand powerfully compelled by this wicked, like, in this wicked notion that has taken power over you, you start shoving the pie up towards your face, stabbing it like a hated enemy with your best weapon, parts of it kicking off, the cloak trying to digest it for you, and then the pie is shoved into your mouth. All right, so would you please roll on a 10? What's it taste like? Six. You gain six reckoning. Oh! Oh, Fuck! That is so aggressive. Dark Val. What? The total fuck did, did we you hit? do to Rob? No, no, I, <laughs> this is not. I'm sorry. The one I'm, time I don't roll like horseshit, it's this time. Oh no, that counts as rolling as horseshit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the streak stands. God damn it! Well, my reckoning's ten. It was. It wasn't super high. Oh, before. nice. Thank God, you're not yeah. much farther off from us. No. Was, yeah, it was low, and then I took on like two. <sighs> you're lucky. But, damn. Ooh, ten. Yeah, ten. you get something at ten. ten don't you say? I fucking oh knew it. no! Motherfucker. The target ten, ten. You say you're gonna get a little more hairy. No, it's nine. It's nine. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, you're like, you hear. I can't do math. Four plus six is. Uh... You hear a voice deep, <laughs> deep within your soul call up to you, and it says a few words. My. What big ears you have. The cartilage of your ears comes alive, reaching like a jointed claw, hungry, pushing sharp as a knife, springing stiff fur the color of your hair. The drums of your ears deepen, thundering with rushes of blood, an explosion of sound, sounds above and below anything you've ever heard No, that's not quite right. More than you've been able to hear before. The rush of new audio input leaves you reeling as your ears grow into the ears of a woven beast, pushing the hood of your cloak back off your shoulders. You're stunned for one round as your mind reels from new input, deafened for ten minutes as your ears adjust to the new intensity of the volume. After which, you're going to get some stuff added to your character. Welcome to our first omen. You have unlocked your very first omen on the reckoning track. You guys did such a good job keeping your reckoning low. Just so you know, if you lose, you are right at the benchmark, Val. I set your first omen is at 10. So if you lose a point, this goes away, but it comes back. At a, at a benchmark of 10, 11, 12, 13, you something go out like that. And do good in the world. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> so. Not happening. The, the internet is so going to love furry Valeriana. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Next one on the list of fun Lovely. things to have happen is Loveline. All right. I want to continue looking at Elida and say, um, I don't recognize your authority and then turn into a swan. You don't recognize my authority? 
Have you had a mother? Have you ever had a mother before? Then my authority stands, I'm afraid. No. (laughs) (laughs) You just lie. You're going to turn into a swan, and the swan hits the front of the table, opens its mouth, the pie just slides across the table towards you. She called me a little girl, so I stopped being a little girl. (laughs) All right. Did you make a will difficulty 14 check? Sorry, a de- sorry, a will defense roll. Thank difficulty you. 14. Um, sorry, I said that wrong. It's important that I not say that wrong. I had my will, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a 50-50 shot. You do. Sort of. Is that right? I need to get a 10. Okay. I got a 5. Okay. Pie slides into your mouth. And <laughs> down your throat. Good girl. Do as mother says. Joan Crawford would probably play this character. Yeah. All right. Should I roll? Roll on a 10, my dear. Two. woo Lucky! All right. Two reckoning for you, my dear. Oh, also, if you eat the pie, you gain a two-trauma affliction sure. called poisoned. Hmm. That pie poison. is poisoned. So, I don't know where my benchmark is, but that puts me at nine. You feel gross, but unchanged <laughs> okay so unless Martin. i unless i magically get another reckoning because i threaten that dude's life but no that was cool all right cool. the universe <laughs> seemed pretty cool with that nice no that was right that was right all right martin all right um my roll was a 66 which is a bit off um <laughs> all right well uh tearing a hole in the back of your fucking yeah, head it's pretty it hurts there. yeah it doesn't feel very good you take uh two points of body damage Ooh. As you split yourself open, some of the scaffolding doesn't hold quite right. But there's a shoot at the back of your head. And you put the pie in, and it slides through and out the back. Roll out of ten. Three. You gain one reckoning. It slid out so quickly out of the back of your head that it just didn't have time to congeal uh, all that much darkness into you. You also gain no affliction. Okay, awesome. Um, I was going to say, too, uh, I also am holding up Zen's head because it's kind of... <laughs> oh, God. Well, am I still conscious? He's new. Yeah, yeah, you're still <laughs> conscious. But, I'll, I'll I mean, there's it. blood pouring out of your mouth. Yeah, the Cambion is going... Or, no, sorry, the Cambion's, like, slack-jawed, and the Gentleman Hunter is going... <laughs> I didn't think it'd be dinner and a show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nottigaster eats his and looks really sick, and then he passes out and hits his head on the table. <laughs> uh, the old wizard has disappeared in a puff of smoke. Uh, without so much as a thank you, but he just looked very happy to be able to leave. The handmaidens have sawed off their arm and are now like bent over, like trying to seal their wounds shut with magic and looking very weakened and Zenator. All right, so I will resume responsibility for holding my head up okay. from Martin. So I, I grab the top of my head with one hand and then like a I like, yeah, like. <laughs> knock on my jaw a little bit to like loosen it up oh. and, and pull the top of my head back to make like the opening as big as possible Heck, you so guys <laughs> and then I'll grab a handful of the pie and I'm gonna actually try to stick basically my whole hand because yep. I want <laughs> yeah. to not touch any part of the inside of my mouth 
until my hand comes out the back of my neck and I can drop it to the floor. Sounds good. All right. So, uh. yuck. Thank you for that mental image. And now, roll on a 10. Three. Gain one reckoning. The pie falls out the back of your fucking head. And you take, uh, oh, well, you don't take any more. Yeah, you already did the damage, so you're good there. Yeah, no, no affliction. The pie hits the ground behind you, and Elida pushes back from the table, and you better run. Turns to run. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what uh, voice like chattery? Because like those. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, 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 you better, you better run. I wanted to cast on her, so. Uh, so she starts to sprint for the kitchen. The gentleman hunter sits happily, excitedly at the table, um, watching the events or the events unfold. Sadath pushes up from the table and says, "Elida, get to the carriage. I shall keep them busy," and draws the thinnest, most cruel-looking sword you've ever seen, just out of the air. It is covered in vines and thorns of just utterly wicked make. And he turns it towards, let's see, who's sitting? Oh, Xenator is sitting right next to him. And he puts it, let's see if we can't finish carving the rest of that off. <laughs> and lunges towards your face with, I mean, faster than your eye can follow, faster than your body can move. You're still reeling from your injury. You backpedal, and then the blade stops an inch away from your nose. It screeches to a halt inside the grasp of a hand. A terrible, multi-jointed hand has stopped the sword an inch away from your face. Another pair of fingers is wrapped around the blade, these elegant and red. Oh. The cambion turns towards the gentleman hunter. The gentleman hunter turns towards the cambion where both of them have grabbed onto the sword and stopped it in midair. My word, to think we, of all people, would find ourselves protecting some new breed of hero. And at the very same time, no less, the world really is full of surprises. They start fucking. (laughs) (laughs) It's just kiss passionately. (laughs) Enemies to lovers. The Cambion leads in to kiss and the hunter goes, no, what are you doing? (laughs) No, you read read the room wrong. (laughs) Sadath growls, thorns sprouting from his skin. And then the wall behind him explodes as the gentleman hunter tackles him through it. The two breaching somewhere deeper into the house, faster than the eye can follow, leaving a terrible tunnel of destruction behind them. The Cambion, rather surprised, turns towards you and says, I suppose I'll go help him. Sadath is more dangerous than he looks. And then he looks to the swinging door of the kitchen where Elida has fled. Do what you must, I suppose. Hope you survive. And then he just disappears in a burst of infernal crimson. Okay, well, it is time for the long-honored tradition of the mid-game pee break, so an excellent time to run a pee break promo. Take a listen to a plug from another story happening out there in the metaverse while we top off our caffeinated beverages, starchy snacks, and all the other traditional fare that fantasy gaming is fueled on. Be back in a tick and a half. Hello, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm John. 
DM of the actual play Fantasy Age podcast called Wreckage. Fancy joining us on an adventure where our group find themselves involved in a secret war? Where they tackle challenging dilemmas, fight shadowy foes, and go shoe and uh, rush shopping? Well, we have it all. Tension, drama, and an awful lot of laughs. And also Jeremy the Sheep. If you fancy joining our journey, you can find all our links at linktree forward slash wreckage RPG. That's with the dot between the TR and the EE. That's linktree forward slash wreckage RPG. Well, we hope you give us a go and go listen to our show. Now, please continue to enjoy the podcast you are listening to. Okay, so those three are now out of our now encounter. Now those three are out of the turn order for the time being, correct. Gwen, Bye. you're up. The door swings, and then it swings back towards you, and you can see Elida's back, like, sprinting away into the kitchen. Girls, girls, get in the carriage! It's gone tits up! Well, I gotta cast Spirit Fire on her, on Elida. Okay, so with the door swinging back and forth like that, uh, she has, like, a little bit of cover, but then you wait for the door to swing towards you. I can also move. Yeah, you want to get up and, like, sprint through the, uh... Yeah, because, like, if... I don't know how far away the kitchen door is, but if it's within ten spaces, I can do that as, yeah. like, a... As a... Whatever action. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. Yeah, so that's I'm what gonna go to the, to the door. All right. Gwen hits the door, blows it off of its hinges, sending it careening into the kitchen, and then casts... A hex of flame against Elida's back. Okay. Her black, the gems, the cri- like black crystals on her dress light up. Is she it? has a warding of ten. Oh god, I'm, there's no way. I'm you gonna... killed my best friend with my favorite activity. Okay. <laughs> You've scarred me in ways I can't even describe. <laughs> it didn't miss. It didn't hit her. Okay. Okay. So, there is a shimmer from her enchanted dress that dispels and, like, misdirects the magic. And the kitchen, like, the tabletops of all of the kitchen counters start on fire. But she, like, runs through them, trying to get through the kitchen as quickly as she can. All right. Val. How do you know? How far am I from Elida at this point? How far do I have to travel? To yes, you would have her? to move about five spaces to get to the kitchen door. Okay. Yep. And so then I'll she's do, another uh, six spaces past that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I want to run after her and just I want to try to stab yeah. her. All right. So immediately. The leaping the past Gwen, where Gwen is trying to hex her from the kitchen door. Valeriana sprints past her giant friend into the now blazing kitchen. A blade comes out from her side, glinting green in the firelight that Gwen has started in the kitchen and lunges for her back. At the last second, Elida reaches and grabs a pot off of the kitchen counter and swings it around trying to just like defend herself with the metal. And her guard is seven. I rolled a one. No, all right. I'm going to use it. I got a grim. I got three grim to burn, so there it is. All right. So, Elida just got crazy lucky. She swings around trying to defend herself with a pot and catches Val right in the side of the face with it. Also, the pot was full of boiling oil, which now sprays all over Val's arms and uh, sends her reeling backwards. All right, so you take... Two spirit damage. 
and gain a horrid burn, one trauma affliction. All right, Lavaline. How far is the uh, courtyard slash carriage? Uh, so if if they're they're running towards the backyard, yeah. If there's a courtyard or a carriage back there, it's probably let's see, eh, probably like twenty, uh, maybe fifteen or so spaces. I mean, the house is so big. I could. You're a swan. So I could. Too. I am a swan. So could I? I basically want to double move. Yeah. Do you want to just like blitz through the house? Why, you fool? Yeah, and then maybe need to charge in. Depends what happens when I see it. Gotcha. So over Val and Gwen's head, who are now locked in horrible, fiery, bloody combat with Elida in the kitchen, a white swan streaks overhead using its additional movement. How much speed do you get? Nine. Okay, yeah, that's really clipping. Okay, you're heading towards an open door at the back of the house, and through the gap in the door, you can see... Uh, the two stepsisters dragging heavy luggage across the open expanse towards a carriage covered in black thorns of incredible intricate design. The six horses that are pulling it each have like fiery red tufts of hair around their feet and their manes are blood red and their eyes are missing in their sockets. They just have just black spaces where their eyes should be um, that are drawing the carriage. And the carriage does not appear to have a driver or a valet, but it is just sitting there open and waiting to go. And these two young women are <laughs> desperately trying to drag a bunch of valuables into the back of uh, into the back of the carriage. I want to attack... Can I use my silver sharp toes in swan form? Yes. Okay. I want to attack the harnesses that are Great. connecting the horses to the carriage. All right. Uh, well, that uh, so that's an inanimate object. Mm-hmm. So would you please just uh, roll and check to see if you hit a one and then give me the damage because then I have to determine how much health this will have. So you, you, you screw up if you hit miss a one and you can still get a crit. So you're basically just checking for 5% on the top and bottom. Well, and, I didn't get either. Okay. And I have uh, 14 damage. And what type of damage is that? Slash. Okay. So the leather bridle uh, is seems to me like it would be fairly susceptible to slashing damage. As opposed to like if you tried to crush your way through the leather <laughs> bridle. So a swan comes blitzing out of the house, hits... It's the uh, leather bridle with its with its sharpened feet slitting through it and sending like a strap like like whipping up towards the front. One of the horses turns towards you and goes, "Get out of here, interloper!" and then kicks at you with a fiery hoof. Would you make a guard seven defense roll? Nope. All right. So the hoof hits you. You take two body damage of a fire type. So now I'm at. Four bodies. So okay. My body is zero, but not below zero. All right, <laughs> that's what that's what you want. All right, the swan gets kicked, but the damage is done. The leather bridle snaps, and the whole left side of the team of horses is now loose from uh, from the carriage and just attached by a few metal links. And then you know they're standing over that wooden piece. Okay, Martin. Hmm. All right, this uh, this might be a stretch. But <clears throat> I hear you're good at that. Yeah, that's true. I happen to have a couple of 
uh, glamour plums on my head. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> my favorite. If I took a nibble of one mm-hmm. combined with my transformation powers. Oh, what an interesting idea. Okay, yeah. Could I isolate said transformation to my voice and create a mimicked voice of someone? How interesting. I think that's a really cool idea. So uh, I'm going to let you roll so on I'm a... Gonna I'm going to yes, let you I roll a transmutation roll, just okay. like you normally do. Sure. Any... Bonuses. Actually, you know what? Doesn't this it? isn't. This isn't. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a persona check. You're gonna because okay. this works. This would. This. This okay. would actually facilitate this. Okay. But so you're gonna try to mimic someone's voice aided by magical means. Yes. Okay. So, what are you saying? What are you trying to do? Who are you trying to trick? I'm saying, Dad. Dad, we need your help. It's me, Applejack. Oh, you. Beautiful bastard. Um, and I'm going to shout upstairs to mm-hmm. Otax. Oh, my to... heart hurts. I know. It's a little cruel, but <laughs> well, the best... I figured we could use a yeah. little a little backup. All right. So would you please do a persona undertaking against a hidden difficulty? Okay. Any bonuses? Sorry. Any, any, any bonuses for like, Glamour I think Palmer I'm letting like you... That? He knows uh, your daughter's you're, you're... voice so well. Yeah. I'm letting you like... Do something that would maybe be supernatural to do in the first place. Sure, sure, sure. That's fine. I Counterpoint: just... He hasn't he heard hasn't her, heard her in so many years. years. And I just and saw to... Apple. And you <laughs> have seen her more recently. Okay. All right. So. And he right, wants it to be her two voice for the tool drunk. bonus because. Okay. And he's drunk. And he wants it to be her voice. And he wants it. I think it. his defense I know. I would be it. mad. Long. I, I, we'll, we'll see. Negative. We'll see. We'll say two. No defense. A plus two from plus from two. from having the assistant, the, t- the typical tool bonus. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know if any of my facets would um, maybe shrewd. Yeah, I okay. think so. All Mimicking right. someone's voice, that's a very right. a shrewd move. Well, that'll get me right to a it. 20. Shrewd move, Xlax. Well, that's... I think that Val and Gwen in oh, the right. other room trying to kill fucking Elida think Applejack is out in the other room. And their hearts just jump into their throats. And then the back of the house on the second floor explodes and an enormous beast, part blue ox, part grieving man hit the side of this carriage, this dark carriage that he looked out the window and saw there and just smashes it to fucking splinters. With the, the stepchildren inside. The two inside. stepdaughters going, ah! Like flying back away from it uh, into the yard. Where's my daughter? He screams, tears just roiling down his cheeks. Sarah! Sarah! Where are you, baby? I may have overplayed my hand. <laughs> it's just Martin we should just show standing him, We should show him the scene now. Was yeah, we yeah. didn't we didn't promise the seed or show him the seed? Yes, yes. Well, def- that can be his like Hulk calm down moment. Like. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, so Martin, that worked maybe too well, and now we are to Zen. All right, I'm gonna um direct Dorderfell and Captain Von Dark to go help in the kitchen, and then I'm gonna run over uh, to the two maidens who are like bleeding out, right? Mm-hmm. And also. 
not a guard to, I suppose. Help me. I will get to you. <laughs> I will get to you. Save me. God damn it, I hate you. <laughs> uh, Just in case I die. It was me. It was me. I'm the one who took the egg. It was me. I don't have a brother. I don't want to die a little liar. All right. Uh, so I don't know like exactly that. what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to him. I'm not lying, but I'm going to start with the good. Where are you going? Uh, I don't know exactly what is going to be the best to help them. So I'm going to show them that I've got um, dried uh, lotus flowers. I've got clear water potions. And I have I have Sarah's beans and water. Oh. Okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> they definitely reach in and take a handful of the seeds inside of that bag and stab them into their forearms and then take the water if you'll like let them have it and pour like pour it over the wounds and you can see their arm creaking and cracking and starting to grow back out of the wound Uh, but it's different it's made out of very thorny sort of scary looking material with like claws and things on the end but that seems to greatly relieve their pain they will also eat as many animal blooms as you have as they use the their as they have completely exhausted their reservoirs of magic to try to survive okay yeah um i'll give them two actually didn't write it down how many do you want to give one to each of them yeah i'll just give them all, all all that i have Okay, so you just dump your, the animal blooms that you harvested in, okay. <laughs> into the... You have yours. I, I, You're I, holding all of our no, stuff. No, no. Bean water? They digest the theirs through water. their hands and uh, replenish some of their, like, uh, their spent anima. And then... Just to be clear, I dried Gwen's yep. and gave them back to her. So okay. I'm not giving them your freaking You did mine too. Mans. I threw it too. Yeah, I gave you both yeah, them back. All yeah. right. This gives them just enough anima to use a healing pulse aura where they said they like send pulsing like waves of uh, cooling air out from themselves, which heals all of the nearlies to essence of their choice. Yes. Wow. They also healed themselves. Yeah. And then uh, all I I got, all I got left is a healing potion for not a, not a guest. So hopefully that will help him. (laughs) The clear water potion. What is is this, booze? No, it's a healing potion. Oh, good. Those are good. Fucking beggars can't be choosers, asshole. Uh, Save me. Rub my tummy. Okay, just lie down. No, rub my tummy. I'm going to die if you don't rub my tummy. That's not true. He's a lying sack (laughs) of shit. It's totally true. He holds up his shirt. You can see his stomach going like... Like there's something growing inside of there. Rub it. Rub okay, but I'm not, not going to use the hand that has Sarah's magic on it. Okay. No. But My you, dead hand. <laughs> you're gonna, okay, you just rub your dead hand on him? Both All his right. hands are dead. Right. But All right. So you're going to rub his tummy. All right. Would you, rub please, would you please make... <laughs> would you In please the middle make of a battle, pers- he has to roll to rub a goblin's tummy. <laughs> would you please make God. a persona difficulty yeah. three check to comfort, his, to comfort his tummy please to keep fail. him from exploding? Please fail. Um, what could help with that? <laughs> you have pretty, to. You have to sing pretty fucking a, weird check. I agree. You have to sing a song. 
to make sing them the mommy song. Sing yeah. it. Uh, okay, okay. All right, since I'm singing, I'm not gonna sing a song. <laughs> That's how but the magic w- works. <laughs> but, I, but but only because I, I, I would rather it. tell a comforting story. Okay. Because I want to invoke sage. Okay. Uh, That'll work. About plums is. You had so many plums. Things are going Telling right a story is not necessarily mansplaining. Isn't it though? <laughs> oh no. Okay, kind. Yes, yeah. yes, kind. Um, because you're kind of mansplaining to him about plums. God damn it, man. <laughs> um, composed. Yeah. Okay. Persona check. You said. Yep. Difficulty three. Uh, yeah, we got there. Okay. Oh, thank you. Don't tell Lavaline. Don't tell her. <laughs> he says as he passes out. I can't wait to tell Lavaline. <laughs> I'll curse you. <laughs> you want to buy an egg? That's got to be my turn. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's your turn. <laughs> it's a good turn. Okay, Val, would you roll... Uh, D20 for Captain Dark, and Gwen, would you roll a D20 for Doderfell? And they got their math all worked out? One. Five. No. I'm not kidding. I, she rolled a one, I rolled a five. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Dark gonna die? Don't use your grim. Keep them in your back pocket. Are they even around anything? They are being sent to the kitchen to help us. That's uh, if you kill Von Dark because of my role, can they just like three stooge it and get like stuck in the dark? <laughs> yeah, because of the one they get stuck. And next turn, next turn, we move That's on. my turn. Genuinely spooky. <laughs> Sorry, just just how like poor you roll. I know. It makes me so sad for you and myself. In this case, because I really hey, was I like hoping to think Captain we just wasted those or used those on. What did you NPCs. get? Five. Oh God! All right. So <laughs> Captain Dark runs into the kitchen. Doderfell runs into the kitchen, picking up just a just like a big heavy serving tray, and he's gonna throw it at Elida's back. And Captain Dark is gonna fling his sword, and the two of them just smash into each other, I guess, uh, and fall and hit Gwen in the back, and both of so the three of you. Three stooges. I don't know where I got this idea, but sort of three stooges into a little pile there at the back of the kitchen. All three of you are toppled. Wait, so I can't cast anything now? No, you can. You gotta, ki- to gotta up. kip up first. Okay, I'm standing up then. You kip- oh, well, sorry. Elida takes her turn. <laughs> oh, uh, fuck she you. shoves Val away from her uh, and then, uh, sp- yeah, sprints out into the yard oh, towards, with that. towards the carriage and looks up. At the horror that is Otax. And she says, Otax, get back inside before someone sees you. Okay, but she's outside. Yeah. Okay, then I am casting Verdant Lightning, but I am targeting the grass around oh, her to entangle shit. her. So That's I don't really have good. to roll for accuracy. Because <laughs> it's fucking automatic. So I'm right. trapping this bitch whore. Crackly lightning sprays out of Gwen's fingertips from where she lays on the kitchen count or on the kitchen floor and hits the grass underneath Elida's feet. Vines snake up her legs, encasing her in a cocoon of green. What are your I have to roll my mutations, so... Great. I kind of have, like, Disney Cinderella vibes, almost, like, when the pumpkin, like, turns into, like, the carriage. Sure. Except, like, way darker. Yeah, and, and there's a dead... Yeah, there's part of a carriage nearby. I can see it. All right, which mutation did you get? Okay, uh, numbing? But wait, 
I'd rather pay the control toll and go up a bracket if I'm able to do that after the fact. Or do I have to do you it? Have before? to do it before you okay, roll. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. The electricity channels through you and nearby allies <laughs> spreading numbness. <laughs> you and any allies within two spaces take three vim damage, so we both take three vim damage. And so do Dodo. I didn't move. I, I, she ran outside. The doors open. I just targeted the ground around her. That's not that much damage. That's fine. It's three vim. Yeah. We could, we've been it, through. It worse. hits you and You're a wolf. Captain Dark and Doderfell and Val, but that's less than the cost. And you of have a lot of vim. Maybe yeah. I can hear again. Question mark. But at least she's trapped in vines, so True. somebody come get her. <laughs> she's thrashing around in the vines. It's your turn, baby. Shoot okay. her. Shoot her ass. Cloak swoop, so I'm close, and yes. we're going right for the throat. Yeah. Up here, there is a red, like slash in the air, and Val appears directly in front in front of her. Uh, yeah, not having to run through the overgrowth. Uh, around her feet, but appearing directly in front of her. Okay. Yeah. A little better. Okay, so damage is uh, 17. Okay. Pierce, it's like a rend poison type of piercing damage. Mm. <laughs> okay, so it doesn't say... It what says it, pierce slash rend <coughs> poison. Is it's pierce, rend, and poison. Correct. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Manticore, so baby. 15 extra damage to her. Yes. So that does. Manuel. Manuel coming through again. Is there anyone? Is there? Is there an enemy near Elida? Uh, Is she any adjacent enemies to her? Want to hit one of the daughters? Okay, cool. Blasted into the woods. Yeah, are they dead? (laughs) No, they're they're like blasted into the woods. (laughs) (laughs) They got blasted into the. It all circles back to They're laying in the the yard. Yeah. Because it says this attack may deal rend damage equal to your cunning to a second character adjacent to the first. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. If you want to hit one of the stepsisters, but yes. Ow! (laughs) Here one. So you slash the arm open of the blonde one. Eight. Mom. (laughs) Eight damage. So subtracted. All right. So you slash across her neck. And a bunch of her like black pearl necklaces fall off of her throat, and blood starts to pour down the front of her her neck. Oh, oh, you, you slit my throat! Not deep enough. What's wrong? <laughs> Were you going to ask you what's know who I am? I have a podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, Val, shit, going for the throat. Quite literally, the woman is very wounded. Lavaline. Yeah, I was actually planning on going for her eyes because that's how the original Cinderella. Stepsisters have weakness to eyes. What about stepmothers? Let's find out. All right, her guard is seven. You want to do a call shot on her eyes? Yeah. All right, so that adds six difficulty, so that gives you... This is a brutal... Guard 13 check to make. (laughs) Guard 13. Maybe the goriest fight. (laughs) Oh, this has been a fucking... Gnarly battle, yeah. Well, not a battle. Sequence. Yes. So I needed 12. 12 or higher. Hey, that's that's not bad. Got a four. All right. So that woman is cagey, and some of her garment seems to have magical enchantments built into it. So as you rush forward towards her, she just swings her arms wildly, and you can't get a straight shot at her. She, like, uses Val for cover, and she tips over backwards, tangling in the vines as this white swan comes kicking and slashing at her face. No! Get away from me, you filth! All right, Martin. Now she's um, dehumanizing. Yeah, is, well, I am. Is, is Otax still <laughs> freaking out, like in the front yard? Like, Otax looks like he's about to fight a bunch of horses. 
Okay. okay. I'm gonna let him um, have at it. Redirect. <laughs> well, can I? Yeah. Can I go to like the um like the door frame? I don't want to be in sight. I kind of want to like th- uh, throw my voice, and I kind of want to say, um, Dad, listen. You need to help. You need to help my friends. They'll explain everything. Just help them, and it'll all make sense. Wow, just manipulate. All right, for persona, yeah. persona check again. In for a penny, in for and a pound. you know what? He's already enraged, so he's probably not thinking mm-hmm. too clearly. Be quiet, lawyer. <laughs> I love it. Thirteen? Um, catches his ear wrong, and he turns back towards the house. I didn't and get that accent right. And right. <laughs> my daughter! All right, uh, Martin. You got anything else you want to do on your turn? Because that's a, um, it's a little bit of moving and uh, and talking. But you got anything else you want? No, I'm just gonna keep be an careful. eye on him. Yeah, and make yeah. Sure he be careful. Yeah, be careful not to overplay right, anything. Right, right, sure. Yeah. All right, Senator, having rescued the maidens who look very weakened but now safe, and Madagascar, Adrogabalante. Um, <laughs> so Thank we're, you. We're we're good in here then now, huh? Right. Looks like okay. You do hear like like bookshelves falling and like interior support structures of the house being destroyed. You think you hear a fire rage and a choir scream at one point, and then like so so the gentleman hunter Cambian and Sadaf are fucking fighting like wildcats somewhere in the house. All right, I or Zenador's not. Super interested in revenge against Elida. I mean, he's got no problem with his friends going after her, and that was why he was sort of like, "You better run, because my friends are gonna freaking." But uh, he's not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be here he, in a second. He's not gonna run out that way. I think he's gonna kind of pick himself up, take a breath for a second, and then walk over to where uh, Martin Cirque is trying to handle Otax. And um, just kind of observe for a minute. Okay, so the two of you appear in the doorframe and you see this carnage going on in the backyard. A swan, a red-cloaked woman, Gwen. (laughs) There's Elida in the middle of this destroyed carriage. A giant hulking bison horn monstrosity staring down six lesser nightmares, which Zenitor would recognize as... uh, Demon, like like evil fey horses from like within the the nightmare realms. Um, that's not a short order of worth of monsters that he is staring down there. And I look at Martin, and then like try to push my like job back up. Oh like, god, I'm in place. <laughs> a very death becomes her sort of move. Yes. All right, and that's my turn. Okay. All right, Captain Dark helps Gwen up to her feet and sprints out and holds Elida at the end of the point of his sword. Doderfell runs out into the backyard and wait, isn't she still entangled though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just he's just like holding Got her at like at, okay. at, at, at gunpoint. So I'm basically. like, I'm gonna need her to stay entangled for my final move. Yeah. So you have her uh yeah entangled in roots and he holds her at the end of his sword. Don't you move, you happy and Doderfell goes, Yeah, happy <laughs> yeah, you stupid hoppy language. He calls her hoppy. Yeah, H O P P Y is what yeah. he thought was that. <laughs> okay. Elida looks around like a trapped rabbit. She looks very 
terrified. And she should be. Something made of glass is in Elida's hand. She flicks the top of it off. It's Don't you dare get away, tiny glass box with golden hinges. She turns the box towards her youngest daughter. Something translucent and crackling with strangeness leaps out of the box and in the blink of an eye disappears beneath her younger daughter's skin. Then it is carried along within her blood in a single pump of her heart. Her whole body bulges and explodes outward with change. Mother, what's happening? The girl gasps, her voice already monstrously distorted. You're finally going to be good for something, Elida says. But even as she does, the girl flails, grabbing onto her sister, Caliantha, who looks almost relieved as the grotesque wave of change washes over her as well. Elida's voice rises into a terrible scream as her favorite daughter is consumed. A sudden pulse sends the carriage or what remains of the carriage tumbling end over end Elida disappears beneath its spiny mass pinned to the ground somewhere under the rubble the red-maned horses that were pulling it are scattered several of them are torn to shreds Otax is sent tumbling end over end into the yard as a twisted mass of flesh corsets Hooves, arms, horse flesh, and petticoats rises up out of a small, darkened crater in the center of the yard. As the dust clears, something horrible stands before the nearlies, speaking in two voices pitched in a disturbing harmony. Oh yes, we are so beautiful now. No longer a footnote. No longer devices, we shall be the center of the story. We shall focus on this tale, all shall gaze upon us, and no one else, for we are glorious. Everyone roll new initiative, please. The grotesque new entity that is the entwined stepsisters, Kaliantha and Delienda, and the equine mass of, of some, de- you know, in- enhanced dead horse flesh that is, like, connected to them, belling out from below them like the bell of a dress. You realize how much they look like the nightmarish images that Applejack had drawn of them in those those black crayon drawings in in the now collapsed uh, old shed. The chickens, by the way, luckily had all their things ready luckily. and have flown the literal coop and are screaming and going, "Run! Run for your lives! Run for your lives!" As they sprint, the sky is falling. The <laughs> they do sky that thing where falling. they 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 do that little ninja chicken run and they are sprinting away from the carnage. You hear roars of flame as the windows behind you blow out as a backdraft somewhere in the house has sent the hellfire that the Cambion unleashed against Sadath in their fight out the windows, out the back door, and the whole manor is ablaze. And has been ablaze for a little while. You just are now seeing it. There's some and good wood in there, too. That's a, exactly. There's a lot of fuel for that. You uh, hear a of groaning joints and joists inside of the house as the whole thing like pitches a little bit in and you see that it must have expansive basements 
and cellars underneath it because it, you know as the floorboards start to burn away you can see like multiple floors down below and then the entwined sisters begin to scream in this grotesque cacophonous harmony slash dissonance that hurts your ears especially Val's now extremely sensitive ears so Val one of the drawbacks they, of the they like turn? yes one of the drawbacks of the woven ears is that if you are hit with sonic attacks you have a chance to be stunned on that round a small chance but it is cool. There may be benefits to them, but you're not seeing them yet. However, nope. the screams of these of these these monsters, these kind of there, it looks like two women melted and then gelled together and 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 pulled around like taffy. I mean, like they're very much like spink enforceable from Coraline with like a giant bell dress made out of horse flesh and hooves like attached to the back of it. Okay. Now it is Lavaline's turn, and you all look at each other, look at the monster, look at the horrible shape that you are all in, poisoned and punctured and torn apart and with multiple spells having already been flung, and... I I shot to Lavaline, Applejack's ashes, or (laughs) Applejack's remains, and I... Oh yeah, because I still have it. Toss the uh, okay. Yeah, toss her the uh, toss Lavaline, who grabs it in her in I'm, her I'm swan mouth. Because I still think I have like faint Applejack voice. Get Otax. Get <laughs> <laughs> um, Daddy on my side. Come on, come on, come on, come on, That's how she sounds. Come on, now. Come on. Well, this You're is Martin doing Applejack. Oh, yeah. So, come on. All right. All right. I'm gonna Y'all. turn back into human because I want to use all right there is a (laughs) there is a a flash of light and a crack of hollow bones as lavaline snaps back into her human shape and holds the crystal seed in her hand yeah i drop it in my mouth (laughs) all right drop it yes from from from, from, from your mouth into your hand you hear uh, another roar of flame as more windows are blown out by another backdraft i'm basically trying to do the scarlet johansson calming of the hulk Okay. Right so you spr- oh you're going at, at to Otax. Yes. All right. So you go. Where is he? What's he is. He, I mean, he's not that far away from you. He he is standing ringed by now four of these nightmare horses, like standing, and he looks like he is about to hurtle towards them. He takes his turn right after Zenator. So Otax take his, takes his turn right after Zenator, and it looks like if nothing else, he's gonna fly in there and just get into a scrum with those an- with those monsters. Otex, we have to go. Where's my daughter? So I, I hold up, kind of cupped in two hands, so I was being careful. It's like, we have her right here. We have to go find her mom. Listen to her, Dad. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> Would you please make a persona undertaking against a hidden difficulty? Got this. With a plus you two got bonus this. for a tool that you have, that you are deploying. Ooh. All right, I can I'm, always see Kathy's rolls best, so yeah. I know what's coming. So I'm going to call on instinctive, empathetic. Yep. yep. Shrewd? Yeah. Great. 16. He looks down at it, and terrible recognition and realization flash in his eyes. And he reaches out with a massive clawed hand and gently picks it up from you and holds it. (laughs) 
and just starts like hyperventilating that like trying not to cry, trying not to scream sound in his throat. All right, Gwen, you're up. I'm so beautiful. You are. And it flipped like like a giant snake attached to a bell of flesh stamping its hooves in the middle of the... Uh, the from, yard. From one beauty to another, you know, my favorite thing to do. What? Just luxuriate in my image in the mirror. Come with me inside. <laughs> they both of her voices laughing in this horrible cacophony. I think I'll rip you open and adorn myself in your entrance. I love love that journey for you, but you gotta catch me first. <laughs> All right, what Gwen, do do? like, runs in I'm place. I'm running into the fire. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. All right, so Gwen turns, baits the monster, and then sprints into the house, and then you immediately hear... Okay, of, of this thing smashing and crawling across the ground as it immediately comes after you. All right, agility contest to stay ahead of her. Okay, are these 12s or 20s? 12s. Great. Thank God my agility is high. Okay. Um, Isn't it nine? My f- agility is eight. Oh, okay. But it's pretty good. Gwen turns <laughs> and sprints, and sure enough, that thing goes right after her. Like she's, like she's made out of ham. Like the front end of it snaking along the ground, screaming and reaching out its many arms for her. Um, I have to get over ten. No, oh, no, I have no, to get contest. higher than them. You have to get okay. higher than them. So I am going to call on. Ooh, shit. Ooh, shit. For this, I'm going to call on Vanity. Yep, that'll definitely help you lure them in. And I'm going to call on Brave, because it's yep. pretty Abs- fucking brave. fucking lootly. Can you call on Psychotic? <laughs> Do you have Crazy? No, but I, I don't, but I have Weird. I also have Blubber, which I feel like will help me with the fire situation. Heat insulation? Yeah. Is that thing? I'll give you half for that. <laughs> All right, so that puts me at... Um, that's So that's three facets. Yep. So that's 16. All right. Gwen turns, sprints into the house. <laughs> the laughter is so close. It is right behind you. And you feel hands reaching out, grabbing the back of your cloak, ripping through it. I want this. Give me everything. Give me all you've got. <laughs> Would you make a guard difficulty eight check? Guard is a 20. Uh-huh. My guard is zero. So here we go. Don't you have some from the turtle hide armor? Like one? Oh, am I still wearing that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. Well, I still don't pass. Because I would. I'd, I rolled a 13 if I have the armor on. All right, you take three body, three spirit damage as their horrible God, claws rend through your back. This you is... do stay ahead of them, though, sprinting into the burning house. Oh, I'm down to and one... they blast, they no, blast through the foundation because, you know, they're much bigger than you now. They have swollen and, in, like, engorged to this, like, giant size. Um, they do like get a hold of your skies. back and twist some of your skin off and Ow. come barreling into the house behind you. You bitch. <laughs> Gwen, however, tanks the hit like a friggin' champ mm-hmm. and... Uh, only bleeds a little. Who's up? Are, they, are, we, are we effectively in the house now? Yep. 
All right, so that was Calianthus. Somebody's got to keep them in there so that the rest of us can get out. All right, that was Calianthus' turn. Zenitor's turn. So Gwen has lured it into the burning house. She seems to be uh, trying to use the environment to yeah, lure it to its plants, death. So I can't tangle them in here. Even well, I can. I have... I, we can do a brick pig's wall. Oh. Um, so we just need to figure out when she's far enough in that we want to seal the passageway back and out. When and how I get out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Can, then we, she's we, in there. She's past the we wall. We can seal you in there because you can die and come back. I'm just kidding. Of course, oh of course, of course. We Don't out. you freaking dare start with that, that shit. See, I knew Josh was joking only because I know Josh. His face. Don't you invalidate this whole mechanical <laughs> so system funny. with your bullshit. His face is perfect. Well, if that's how this is going to go, let's kill Zenitor. Yeah, again, let's, yeah, let's just have Zenitor die. He's like, been there, done that. Gentleman no. Hunter. Maybe Already the cam- All right, so the back end of Caliantha and Delienda, the entwined sisters, disappears uh, through the foundation. So you can just see this, like, fleshy, grotesque, entwined lump with horse hooves kicking out of it. This would be a really good time for Todd to come back, brick them in, Todd that rest his- that uh, that disappears past the the like foundational line of the house. Is my am I up? I it is. Yeah. All right. I will. No, I will follow you into a burning house. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You're I mean, I love you. In the house still too. too. Yep. Um, yeah, he's in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple ways into the house, especially with that big hole in the wall that sure. um, that Otax uh, made. Maybe actually what I want to do is I want to ready a pig's wall for after Gwen moves Not so that yet. she can lure it as far so in as she hit can. And Good then thinking. I can All right, Zen. let her pass me and put the wall between uh, us. All right, Zen hustles it. in through the big gaping hole in the wall and begins to chant the, be- the first two lines of a three-line spell, saving that last, you know, like doing that, like uh, you're scrolling forward, trying to make sure that the, the target location stays where you need it. As Gwen, like a fucking linebacker, sprints through the burning house, past, past a burning library, past a burning study, past a beautiful burning, like, family portrait museum. And Otax looks down at the crystal in his hand, and he looks at the nightmares in the yard, and then he grabs Lavalier under the ribs, and for a second you think he's going to break you in half. But he places you up on his shoulder. Oh. bow! And then turns and leaps through the house, just disappearing like in into the interior of the house, and grabs onto two of those back horse legs of the uh, the entwined sisters and like gives them a yank so that they like aren't right on Gwen's back and like pulls them a few feet away from her, and then the two ambulatory snake-like bodies of the sisters like spin around and hiss alright so that brings us to Martin Delienda's turn Uh alright Delienda picks her arm up and smashes it across the side of her father's face and uses slap on him it almost breaks his neck even as big as he is, it slams him into one of the walls, and he has to like shake it off. She yeah. hit, she hit him like a ton of fucking bricks. Well, but we're about to see what about a ton of bricks can do. <laughs> All right, Martin. Um, okay, add so, some modern construction materials to this uh, log cabin. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. Like, what? Like from a street? Like, would it be best if I like went to the like 
hole in the foundation and just kind of like stood like I think if you, you go back like, through the dining room, yeah. if you sprint back through the dining room because you started back a little bit further, yeah. you could actually catch up with where Gwen is. I don't sure. know if you want to do that though. You might need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, is uh, it that's easier I... to get fewer people out? The, yeah, that's stay? what I was thinking. Like, I'm kind of already, like, halfway out of I'd the house. And then, like, maybe I could, like, hang out there. If, like, you guys are, like, it's, it's, a, it's like an Indiana up. Jones, like, race to the finish. I could stretch, maybe, like, you know, rubber band, slingshot you out mm. of a collapsing building. That's what I would that's do. Smart. If, All right. Join us. So Martin goes out the back door and around the side of the building. Yeah. Looking at the carnage going on in through all the big windows on the side of the house, uh, trying to make it back around to the front door. This place is coming down. I yeah, you can see the ceiling go, 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 and start to fall in. And uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just wait, and then like, like, ready my fucking noodle arms. All for right, sounds whoever good. Whoever needs to um, get out. Yeah, I, mean, I think maybe you'd, like, yeah, lasso yeah. or yeah, whatever. All right, that's Martin and Val. Yeah, I'm outside the house, so I don't know. Okay, I want to. I'm gonna make my way over to where Martin is. All right, so you follow Martin along the yeah, side of the I'm house, like, looking, looking mm, at Gwen ugh. luring the thing through the middle of the house with Otax, like, trying to slow it down. Lavaline is on his shoulder, uh, like, clinging to the, like, massive, like, fur hide of his back. And, all right, so you are t- trying to sprint around the side of the house. Maybe and get, get your kind of cloak a... ready in case you need to grab anyone, too. Yeah. Tell that little garment to Smart. ready up. Mm-hmm. Yuna riding Ifrit. In the yeah, summon totally. animation of Fun Fantasy. That's totally right. Yeah. That's exactly what I see, yeah. All right. The hooves stamp and kick and blast a wall out. The building sags, quickly, be, quickly being consumed by fire that is not normal fire. As the fire spreads, you can see faces inside of it. It's hellfire, so it has... You know, trapped souls stuck inside of it, and then you hear another. Even ex- than your fire. You yeah. hear another explosion from upstairs, and then silence. Whatever battle was going on between the gentleman hunter Sadath and the Cambian has come to its conclusion. Um, Camby. <laughs> okay, Lavaline, you're up. I guess I'll just shoot my bow. Like he suggested. All right. Do you want to shoot it at Calientha, Delienda, or the like massive equine flesh? I don't recommend that. It doesn't look like you could do much to that in the short um, time you have. Calienta. Calientha. Okay, so uh, her guard is seven. Lavaline notches an arrow, aims carefully, and fires it off at the tw- now twisted but still beautiful porcelain face of Calientha. Yes, I hit her. All right. With um, 11 damage. 11 piercing? Yes. Do you want to use one of your sacred bows or sacred arrows? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So as the arrow is loose. <laughs> How'd you know? As the arrow I is loose, it leaves a streak of brilliant white magical light behind itself as the uh, swan feathers are consumed and it strikes her in the side of the face. So it does an additional 15. So that's 28. Is that right? You did 13. Uh, I only did 11. Oh, 11. So 11 plus uh, 15 is 26. Plus another uh, 15 for sacred vulnerability is 31. Uh, Okay, and then would you roll on a 10 and add 2 to it? 8. Okay, so the arrow hits Caliantha in one of her eyes, sends her head snapping back, and she she makes this pathetic (laughs) sound that, like, 
tears at your ears, but then she like hangs limp for a second and you can see the equine mass having to like pump fluid back into her and she starts to like swell back up, but it doesn't look like she will be able to act on her turn. So you have robbed it of a chance to attack Gwen. Right, nice. Which is now Gwen's turn. Thank you. Um, yeah, the thing that was like reaching out for your back now like slumps limp at uh, out of reach of you. Okay. Where in the, oh, we're in the center of the house, so I'm mm-hmm. not at an out an exterior wall. Uh, no, you're right in the middle, pretty much. Right by the stairs that go up to the second floor. So I think what I want to do is get. I want to try to make my way out, but in such a way that I'm not just using a door. So I don't want to make it easy. It's uh-huh. fall, It's like tracking me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... The, I don't know enough about this creature, but I don't feel like... Even if I went through a hole in a wall, I don't think it would like go through a door and go around to find me. I think it would just like try to barrel through. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to... That is the vibe to, it's giving. I want to try to find like a vulnerability in the room that I'm in that's on fucking fire and falling apart to see if I can slip into the next room. No, that's great. Would you make a cunning uh, check with a difficulty of three? Desperately panning left, right, left, right, looking for a way to find a space the thing can't get into. Um, okay, I didn't roll super well, but let me see what I've got here. Okay, brave. Yep. I mean, fearsome I feel like could work. Hunter I feel like could work because I'd have to like navigate my environments out in the wild. Yeah, uh, I see Hunter. Okay. So, so that, you're trying to find a space too small for this creature to chase you correct. through. Correct. Well, you find one. Okay, good. Because I just hit 10. <laughs> you, you find a laundry chute. Oh, and I'm huge, but it's going to fit me. Yep. It is a nice big laundry chute, but you have to squeeze your ass into that thing. I think I'm agile. I think you're agile. Make an agility difficulty three check. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so without the minus three, I rolled a 15. So 14, 13, 12. You got it. Yeah. Gwen Thank turns, God. opens up a laundry chute, and disappears. Wishes her giant body through it and down it. And you can hear the Delienda head go. <laughs> and it's like one of its hands Clawing shoots it. down the laundry chute, like trying to rip the wall open, trying to get down Come there. Come and get me. She says that she disappears into the dark <laughs> below. You land in a heap in one of the sub-basements. Ooh, it's the up. only light is a trickle of sunlight coming from a nearby cellar door. And then you hear, of the whole the house, house creaking. I gotta get the fuck out. You. All right. Calientha, stunned. She reinflates herself and begins scrabbling at the laundry chute, prying the wall open, and then bashing at the floor trying to get to where Gwen is. Zen, you're up. Does everyone... Nobody knows that there's a door down there to get me out, right? We, we I have, think they've seen have, cellar okay. doors, yeah. So they if, know I mean, to not come down there and try to save no, me. No, we, Sa- we saw Sarah's yeah. escape maps. Good, okay. Yeah. That so included the cellar. Do not it. follow me. No. Okay. Also, it would be too late. I know. If you didn't, if you don't have a way out, you're, I'm get, you're getting buried yeah. in this house. No, you're right. I just, you know, Zen feels really bad about tur- saying he was on your next die. turn you see there is a chain on that cellar door to get out and you do not have the key so you're gonna have to bash your way out or be buried you know they have a club they haven't been taking care of this house <laughs> this would it's a mess lawyer stop with mess. your lawyer powers <laughs> i have a club <laughs> all right wait what did you just say did, 
the don't. cellar door is locked. Don't worry about her. Don't worry, don't worry about, about me. Okay. Do your thing. I will. Um, does it seem like the glorious is gonna succeed at tearing through the floor and getting into the basement? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it wants to do. That is what it wants to do. All right, I'm gonna sorrowing put, put sorrowing on it then. Okay. Um, so I'll play the boost cost, and its manifestation is will plus two. So what's its warding? Its warding is seven. That ain't so bad. Yep, I got it. Okay. And oh, I rolled a ten. Uh, so. Yeah. So first of all, the the spell works. So I, I summon one of those little void matter sorrowlings, which is gonna fall around and pester it. Um, this dark um, magic with, creature with, swirls around its with faces bad, with bad vibes, basically, <laughs> just make you feel bad. So it's gonna get minus two to all of its rolls and minus two to its intensity, and then it can't be frenzied, berserked, uplifted, or empowered. Oh shit! It is frenzied right now. So as this thing swirls around its head, suddenly the two young women, they're their minds, their minds start to sag with apathy. The rage that was built up in them starts to like flood out, and you see the two of them looking at each other. What happened, Thel? Oh God! I don't know, Cal. I heard all over. You look bad. You're hideous. <laughs> you look bad. I feel bad. <laughs> so they seem to be like Zinna. Kind of like the wind taken out of them by that. All right, did you have other actions? Yeah, so just the spell manifestation, Schadenfreude. Um, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, is that how you say it? Uh, three, I get three wits per round, basically. Holy yeah. So you feed off of, you can, so you can actually feel what they're thinking. Ooh. I don't, that don't feel too good, but it, I mean, in it's a, a rough day. in a grim way, you just convert that, that dark magical, uh, feeling into positivity for yourself. We're going to need a All right. Nap. All right. And then I, yeah, that was a complex defensive. So I've got one more action left. Um, and I'm going to use it to, uh, quietly, vacate the premises okay when otak sees that you have like taken the wind out of its sails he backs up just a little bit and the two of you just back as gently out of the burning house as you possibly can would you make a move quietly is agility agility three check please he have a composed yep can't Otax give him a boost too? If he's more agile, he could help him. <laughs> he's he not gets, that. He's not that agile. If he, he gets in a certain range, can I be ready with an assist? Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna get there. All right. So Martin, lasso the, him. Yeah, the floor creaks under your feet, and the sisters look up towards you. Do you know what's wrong with me? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Too much to tell. Okay, so... No, but Gwen does. <laughs> Who's that? I'm <laughs> down here! The mean girl! Come down and I'll give you all the answers you seek. All right, so, <laughs> Delienda, uh, would you... <laughs> all right, you get an assist from her so she can give you... Uh, plus one or a, a facet that you don't ha- that you're not already invoke or calling on, and then would you make a, cu- a cunning ready my three check? Oh shit, they're so not cunning. They're very easy to trick. So I'm gonna give you my uh, 
What, would my ruthless facet work here? Yeah, okay, that's so that. mean. That's so cruel. It's unfortunate. So you got a plus two from me. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Delienda is going to use her bewildering gaze on you. Okay. Her eyes meet yours. Stay with me. She says as she gestures towards you. Would you make a you. warding so defense roll? Difficulties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> warding defense roll. Difficulty six, please. I need a 14. Eight. All right. You are beguiled. You cannot move away from Delienda. And on your turn, you automatically move as close to her as you possibly can. All right. Martin. Um... Can I see this? Yes. Yeah. You're, th- you're looking right through that dining room where all that carnage happened, and you see Zen starting to walk towards her, spreading yeah. his arms open. I want to shoot my arm out and um, break through the window. Thanks, yeah. buddy. And, and, and just grab him. Curl your arm through. Um, all right, so let's. So the rope mutation I think you need. Yeah, yeah. We'll yep. go for that. Um, You've gotten pretty good at it, so you should I, be Yeah, good. I do have... Uh, some bonuses uh, on, on ropes. I told people how good you are at turning into a grotesque human rope snake thing. Yeah. They, they enjoyed that very much. Who would you tell? Everyone who will listen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, people on the street. The person at the store. <laughs> he screamed a lady the bank at, teller. at a lady in Target, and now he can't go back to that Target anymore. Yeah. This exactly. person was like, put a mask on, and he was like, you should <laughs> my see my, my grotesque friend. Can turn into into a a my grotesque ball. friend. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, at this moment, I've got a 20% low bonus. To Sounds great. Okay. You're going to get another 10 on that. <laughs> Uh, so okay. that's gonna be a 62. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so a terrifying snake-like protrusion comes whipping through the room. Flesh snake wraps around your around your neck, I think, and uh, a barb sinks into your shoulder, dealing one spirit damage to My you. My God, you've been through bleed. so much today, Zen. And would you please make a strength strength check? Do you, Mart, Mart Val actually goes right after you? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want? Well, you know what? If you fail, she'd get another shot at it. That might be the best way to do it. You know, if she play. feels like it. Right, yeah. <laughs> She's really tired. <laughs> Sorry, it is a strength difficulty four check to yank him through the whole dining room. Oh, okay. So that's a nine. Ooh. Got any facets for it? Yeah. Um, uh, kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe giving. No, <laughs> kind. I think ga- kind for sure. You're trying to save someone. Yeah. 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 Um, well, there you go. That gets you there. Yeah. That's 11. All right. You are drug across the dining room table by a snake rope. And good God, fleshy snake, snake rope. rope. Uh, that doesn't feel very good. Uh, but Gross. you are pulled Lose safety. weight. <laughs> He's actually like probably the lightest. He's skin and bones. Yeah, pulling you through would have been a six. Pulling him through is a four because you have to pull him through a whole goddamn dining room. I made it a little challenging, but. I get it. I'm a manatee. Yeah. The amanatee. All yeah. right, guys. Let's uh, wrap this sucker up. Can you pull me to the cellar exit? Do I have that you much? You look left. <laughs> you look right. You see no cellar exit. Oh, don't we know it's where on it the is? other side of the building? Oh no. <laughs> I think I. Yeah, I don't know if I'd have that like faculty. I just want to save. I just picked. If I can save one person, I picked like, the closest yeah, right, direction yeah, for you yeah. to go around the building, and that was. Yeah, that's that's okay. I think that's how I would. Marveline. There is sma- the hooves take their turn and they smash to the floor. You can see the faces above you, Gwen, of the two sisters. I see you. 
We see you. I see you too. You have questions. <laughs> All right. Lavalian, you're up. Should I shoot Was them it again? my turn? Oh, oh Val, yeah, Val, you're yeah, up. Because I just wanted to pull Martin. Can I? Yeah, you want to just drag yeah, your I friends wanna... away from the, the carnage of the or building? Or wait, did he, you succeeded. So mm-hmm. actually we're good. Mm-hmm. Then never mind. Maybe sh- sink an arrow into her, though, so that she can't chase me as quickly. Because I'm going to need time to get to that exit door. Okay. And I have to yank through the chain. All right. Or, like, break my way through. Well, shoot. Shoot, shoot. The nasty Okay. Twins, the nasty girls. Guard Buy me time! <laughs> All right, so Caliantha, guard is seven. Um, I rolled an eight. Accuracy is ten. Okay, so you're at 18. Minus seven is 11. Okay. You hit. Phew. Crushed. Damage, 13. 13 plus five per pierce. Okay, would you make a roll on a 1d10 and add two? 11. Hey, shit. All right, so you sink the arrow into the uh, other eye of Caliantha, and she deflates like... Uh, like a balloon and blood sprays all over the floor and the body has to try to like pump her back up so you cost her an action again. Great. Um, perfect, perfect. Uh, all right. So the equine mass bashes through the floor. The body starts to sag and this hideous entwined mass on the front starts to reach for Gwen. Lavaline, you're up. All right. I'm going to shoot her again. Are you going to shoot Delienda, who's still active? Yeah, the, the oh. one that's not deflated. All right. So that's the other sister that yeah. is also guard seven. All right. So I need to roll a seven. Did it. That's a hit. Are you going to fire another sacred arrow? I'm using another sacred arrow, yes. Would you roll uh, on a d10 plus two? Ten. The other sister deflates. There's nothing to reach for Gwen. Yes! (laughs) All right. Gwen, it's your turn. I'm These going for the door. The arrows pepper the monsters that are reaching for you, and they turn and shriek out the windows before Thanks, being hit with a sacred arrow and another arrow right to its eye, and you charge. I'm charging and through the door. So now it cannot trigger its reaction yeah. to try to gra- to try and snag you. So you charge up to the uh, uh, the cellar door stairs, Can putting sh- put your shoulder, shoulder in strength. Difficulty five check. And is that a twelve or a twenty? Twelve. Yeah. Okay, so do I get? It's to not use... an attack on the door. It's a. Do I get to use facets then? You do. Then I'm totally using heavy. Yay! And your I'm favorite. I'm using blubber because that's going to protect me from any kind of like. Um. I feel like. Do you have a? Do you... Let's see if you have better ones than that. Okay. I might heavy. give you half for that. Um. Ruthless or brave. Brave. Brave, brave for brave. sure. Brave. So that's four. <gasps> and. I wonder if I can do it from that. I, bet you, I think I know you have one more on there that I'd I'd let work. Weird. <laughs> no, that wasn't. That wasn't that. Fearsome. That's the one. Okay. So there's six. <laughs> All right. So in a gro- roaring charge, she throws her shoulder into uh, five into into the door and tries to so bash starting her. Starting with an eleven. Now let's see if I can just not roll like shit. Oh, rolled a 10. So that's 21. Oh, yeah, you get that. So 21, you got a 16. That's over 10. You blast out of the cellar, dust and yeah. fire, and you go blowing up behind like you. Like just a fucking linebacker. Yeah, just going bash through. your way out. And would you make a focus undertaking against a hidden difficulty to see if you spot something? Okay. I'm going to call on Inquisitive. Yep. Hunter, I would yep. pay attention you're looking, to details. Yeah, you're, look, you're also looking through the forest to see so if you tree see, shaded to see something in the trees. Yep, absolutely. So that's six to start a with. Six bonus. That's great. Plus focus is five, so it starts with an eleven. All right. 
And I rolled a two, so that's a 13. All right. Kill me now. No, it's okay. Uh, you think for just a second you see something moving through the trees, but then your eyes won't focus on it. And then a crash from behind sends more dust kicking up all around you, and you have to sprint away from the house. And... It would be like me in this very intense kerfuffle to get like distracted by something shiny and then hear a crash and be like, oh, fuck, no. I yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Running, <laughs> running, from a, running from a collapsing building. Okay, there is a shatter above you and then a thump on the ground. Shirtless with a with his pants ripped to shreds. Cambian. A long lashing spaded tail mm. wishing behind himself. Can I grab him and help him? <laughs> he hits the ground and like collapses to his knees. He is torn up. Fucking gentleman hunter. Once we bested Sadas and ran him off, he fucking started biting me. <laughs> Can I grab him? On yep, my way? you would grab him under the arm and like lift him up. His skin is so hot to he the touch. He looks into my eyes and yep. says, "My hero." <laughs> he turns and looks into your eyes and says, "My hero." <gasps> and then he sort of like faints against you, and you have to like drag him away from the house. On the other side of the house, right in front of where Martin is, a window shatters. Something hits the ground in a crouched position, shirtless, nude. <laughs> it stands and turns towards oh, you. Oh, he's stuck with the gentleman hunter? <laughs> the gentleman hunter, totally like, naked. His hat is missing. He is just a fleshy monstrosity. You see he has no eyes, just like screws of flesh where his eyes would be. Oh, like, shit. I think I like drop Zenitor and like kind of... Run away. Hi! <laughs> he just goes, Hi! Uh. And then, This has been fun. I hope we see each other again soon. Make sure there's lots of heroes for me to eat. <laughs> and then he just runs, scuttles like a crab sideways Ish. off Ish. into the fucking brush. Oh. I just shout, You're off pudding! Thank <laughs> <laughs> you! And he disappears into the into the trees. Okay, the house sags, collapses. A pyre of embers goes up, and you hear two voices singing and screaming from the basements as the family home falls in on top of the entwined sisters. Are they dead, or do we not get to know that? The two of you, or sorry, you um, know we're gonna get a post credits like hand shoot up oh. like shredder and fucking all right <laughs> one hand and then one hoof yeah, yeah and then a oh, hoof and then like one of their heads <laughs> okay sorry that's really gross then a few minutes later you have all collected at the edge of the orchard with captain dark doterfell the sexy shirtless battle scarred cambion and Gwen, who you haven't seen since she disappeared into the burning basement. I'm fine. <laughs> she does not look fine. I come out. I have a scene where in soot. Yeah, yeah, I'm walking out in slow mo with this hunk under my arm, with the fire blazing behind me She's like got a like fucking action star. Yep. Propeller Death scars like yeah. on her back uh-huh. from the scratch. From I was the- gonna say oh, you good. definitely have no skin on like most of your back. That's fine. And stride <laughs> it'll, up it'll to the group. Back. And then turned back towards the manor, which is now burning and like cinders are kicking off into the sky. And as you look up, you see it's not the only fire in the area. Another larger blaze back towards Thistleberry Hollow is 
roaring and tiny little embers are kicking up on the wind above the above the fire and you can see tiny little fire sprites hurling left and right playing in the ash gleefully all right you guys want to give any sort of wrap up to this <laughs> Gwen screams grandma drops the cambion or carries him like a princess oh I still carry him carry him no, like I a princess you, you hoist him up carrying him like a princess and then run towards Thistleberry Hollow alright so that's Gwen's anybody else got a wrap up they want to give oh shit <laughs> perfect <laughs> so Xenotaur grabs a staff and just he, not really running because he doesn't have the energy to run but like sort of hustle walking after Gwen <laughs> just head down kind of Keep on trucking. Great. As you walk back towards Thistleberry Hollow along the same path that you came on, the trees bow towards your your location. Fruits begin to form on them and lower themselves down to you. Gentle breezes caress you. Underfoot, beautiful little jeweled bugs swarm, and they start to weave healing magic around you. And you could swear you catch that same aromatic scent that the the, uh, handmaidens of the Green Lady and the Morning Lady uh, give off. And you are healed fully by their powerful magics and restore uh, as if you had had a long rest. The last thing I remember of the manor, the last thing, is that carriage falling on me. Big black covered in thorns, Dalienda screeched. That stupid wretch couldn't even die right. She grabbed onto Caliantha, my beautiful, perfect girl, and the changing swept across, gobbled her up as well. Like to like, they warned me. It can spread from like to like. I don't know what conspired at the manor afterwards. When I came to, I was staggering away through the woods. I could hear terrible shrieks. The manor was ablaze. I could hear Otak's Howling and crashing off through the woods. Then, someone burst up out of the cellar, so I hid. I stood very still, and whoever it was, ran off the other way. I was bleeding very heavily. I had been run through by thorns protruding from the carriage. I honestly have no idea how I am still standing. And I knew that if they saw me, I was done for. Those filthy creatures pushed me to this violence. But they certainly would seek to end me for it. But what choice did I have? A fraction of an inch deeper, and that elven bitch would have opened my jugular, and I'd be lying there still, 
dead as my dreams for my beautiful daughter. Those filthy guild freaks forced my hand, made me play the only card I had left. The little glorious in the box. If they'd just done what they were supposed to and died. What the hells are they? That pie, I made it out of three innocent souls and all the blackest beasts I could find. It should damn near kill the devil who sat at that table, let alone some stupid nobodies like them. Siddharth said it was foolproof that it would kill any hero high or low. Siddharth, that traitorous snake, that loathsome cricket. He found me in the woods. Burned and bitten he was. He looked nearly as bad as I did. But I saw him. I sighed in relief. Fool that I am. I'm sorry, my dear Elida, but I cannot take you with me. I dare not. How someone... Cursed as you, someone who would betray the trust of her own guests and seek to kill them with food proffered in peace. Not even the Queen of Spite will harbor such filth as that. I screamed blood onto his haughty face. I screamed and reminded him of the contract. The contract penned in the same blood I now spit on him. But he just smiled and turned back to my home, my beautiful home, now a raging inferno. You know, he said, I have never understood why mortals put things as vital as contracts on a medium as ephemeral and flammable as paper. That was the last thing he spoke to me before he disappeared into the forest. I don't know how long I sat there, leaning on one of those filthy apple trees, its bark digging into my bloodied palm. Everything I had, gone. All my beautiful jewels, enchanted dresses. My daughters, my title, all gone. And now... Now I was more than wicked, more than cursed, I was damned. I had sought to harm those who I had invited into my home, those who had broken my bread and who had held their violence in check, had respected my authority and the sanctity of my house. I had damned myself down to the bones of the world for nothing. And then, from out of the nothing, the sound, that terrible, echoing, staggering sound. It was not loud, but it cut through the trees, the night, the rock of the earth, through my very flesh and bones. It rattled the soul held within the cage of my flesh so hard that I became aware of it, of its boundaries, aware of the very outline of my soul itself. I felt like a ghost of glass held within skin. The sound followed by a light, 
a wind, a sensation, like the brushing of curtains across my face. It was hands, a dozen long-fingered hands reaching out of the light, brushing my hair back from my eyes. The pain in my body was forgotten. All I could hear was the sound. All I could feel was that thing's caress. I am the weight, it said, in a voice unlike anything I had ever heard. Like it was being spoken from inside my own skull, but also rattling with an otherworldly metal. This be my brother, the trumpet, and you... Our mother to the entwined sisters. The hands held my face tight as a vice, but past figures like white knives, I saw the body of a winged man standing over the woman who held me shoulder. His torso was hollowed like that of a flute. The sound was coming out of the holes in him. And the thing that held me, dark light, I am the weight, he is the trumpet, and you are mother to a new glorious, of which there are very few in this world, but soon again there will be many. When the thing that called itself the weight said this, the creature called the trumpet smiled, and his eyes white as alabaster grew excitedly wide. Come, mother, come and let us collect our kin from beneath burn and brick, and then away. You will soon be part of our family, and soon our family will be all that there Thanks for listening to Could Have Been Heroes, production and editing by Aaron Schoenrock, theme song by Bo Hoover, and cover art by me, Robert Knutson. Could Have Been Heroes is an entirely independent podcast, so if you like the show, please subscribe and review. For exclusive content and hands-on Faritol access, head to patreon.com forward slash cbhpod. Tune in next week for more adventures, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at cbhpod. And check out our website, couldhavebeenheroes.squarespace.com.